a Shishkin Productions podcast. I just felt like I was a zombie as well, and I'm still kind of feeling it now. Whereas, like most of today, I was just like, because my <laughs> brain is like not working right. What were you like? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, what's up, Sizzle? What up, what up? How's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Sizzle Real Podcast. Um, this is an episode that is coming out after Thanksgiving. Yes. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that right now. Sure. And we're recording it way before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, so if we're doing some untopical stuff, it's cuz um it's cuz we just weren't paying attention. We don't we don't really care about y'all. Look, we I said it. The the way we run our business, we have yeah. work life balance and this week is about life, life man. man. Life man. Well, this p- upcoming week after we record this well, is about yeah. life. But or, the week before the you week, listen to yes. it was life. Yes, absolutely. Um, Chris, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good? Uh, it was great. And actually, right now, today, I'm still in Florida enjoy, oh. enjoying my life. So That's awesome. How? Mm-hmm. What did you what did, did you get some turkey? Hell yeah. Turkey, corn casserole, a uh, little bit of, a little bit of, what do they call it? Cranberry sauce. Cranberry oh, I love sauce. that shit. Did you just call it corn casserole? Yeah, no, corn casserole. Corn I make a corn casserole. casserole. It's delicious. The whitest shit I've ever heard in Yo, my it's life. Yo, mo- it's mostly jiffy, <laughs> but it's good. Corn casserole. Whatever. Um, would you, you got your Black Friday deals? I know you had some things you were looking forward to getting yeah yeah i mean all the ones that i talked about last on last week. week's episode yeah i, I swiped nice. them all yeah dude congrats yeah i, I, you, I got none of mine Damn, but like i said sad. like i said last week i uh i wasn't gonna get them most likely yeah. they're just things i thought were good deals. exactly we're just yeah. trying to tell our, our <laughs> listeners about these great just, deals just try to remember what i did last week <laughs> on the show it was all a blur <laughs> man blur dude um Chris, uh, before we get started today, this like it's gonna be a quick first half because our second half went kind of long. Yeah, well, we had, it's gonna we go kind of long. The great KDO, KDO. On, yeah, we recorded that earlier too. We had the great KDO. We're doing on. everything out of order right I now. Know. It's like you got to start with dessert sometimes. It's like breakfast for dinner. Oh, it's Reese's for breakfast. R W E S E S puffs. Okay, I'll put it in again. Fuck it. <laughs> I put that in like a thirty episodes oh, did you ago. Really? Yeah, it's 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 becoming a. a Why am I always thing. singing that? Um, the wonderful KDO came on. Yeah, and talked about uh, first, worst, and cursed. Which yes, and we incredible theme. We're song. about to debut a new theme song. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be sick. Uh, Chris, why don't you why don't you hit him with the social plugs? Oh, uh, we are at Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter for now and yes. Instagram. Hopefully, a little bit longer. We'll see. Yeah, uh, we are Sizzle Real Gang at Gmail forever. Yes, forever. Yes, We're never we paid a lot Gmail. of money for that Gmail. Yeah, man. Someone else had it. Yeah, that's fucking wild Some guy. And we had to, uh, we, we had him to bribe him. Yeah. We gave him Ethereum. <laughs> He's looking like an Sucker. idiot now. <laughs> <laughs> we did it on FTX. Yeah. <laughs> on empty Gox. Yeah. Oh uh, uh, yeah. So that's <laughs> at gmail.com. And then we have the sizzle real, real cold, cold line. line. <laughs> and that is. And also, we are now accepting crypto donations. Yes. Um, if you are trying to, you know, send us some stuff, send us some uh, crypto. Our address is X0BC1QXY2KGDYJRSQT. Q two 
N-Zero-Y-R-F-2493-P-83-K-K-F-J-H-X-Zero-W-L-H. Way to fill time. So send Wait, it. Wait, whose wallet is that? I don't know. I just typed in crypto address and it was the second Google. <laughs> so let's start reading it. Uh, I don't know. Second second thing on Google. So if... Oh, uh, no. I don't know whose that is. Hopefully it's... Yeah. Well, they've, they've they got... 0.1 Bitcoin in there right now, so they're fucking chilling. Okay. Um, but yeah, send us some, send us some uh, crypto. You know, right now is a great time to send it to us. Yeah, I mean, um, it's basically worthless, so just get rid of it and deposit. Do you remember it when uh, who was our wallets? It? Was it a uh, Cade Cunningham took his entire bonus? Did he really? In in uh, in Bitcoin, I think it was part of an FTX deal actually. And yeah. assuming he he, it's not he took it to his own wallet um, like or his agent took it to a wallet and sure. didn't keep it in the thing but if the agent kept that in the oh. FTX uh, market or what in there what's it called uh, the exchange on, on the exchange yeah uh, then Cade Cunningham may have lost his entire signing bonus well I know that uh, so Trevor Lawrence and some other athletes are being sued uh, along with FTX and you know when you when you file a lawsuit like that you're suing anyone who had anything to do with it but right. I know Trevor Lawrence was in some FTX ads and he he took not his signing bonus but like a bonus with for doing those FTX ads mm-hmm. in crypto so that probably didn't work that out too great for them too yeah. for now RIP for now It'll come back. You gotta hodl. Always be hodling. Yeah, but hodl in your cold wallet. Do not keep it yeah. on exchange yeah. like me and Alexi like do. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I do as I say, not as I do. Um, uh, thank God for, for Coinbase. Yeah, I mean, I guess, wait, well, let's 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 just mention that real quick because I. Well, the thing is, this is what sucks about recording shit like beforehand. Yes. Because we could talk about what's happening with the whole FTX thing, but it doesn't matter because yeah, it's going to all relevant. change. It's all going to change. Yeah. In a nutshell, this dude ran away with a bunch of fucking money, and well, he didn't. He just went bankrupt. He just lost everyone's money. Yeah, pretty and, cool. Uh, now they're totally fucked. I'm pretty so. sure they did the thing from "It's Always Sunny" where they make their own currency. Yeah, the uh, the patty bucks or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's that kind of the whole yeah. whole thing. Yeah, right? it's kind of the whole thing. It's uh, I don't know, man. That shit was crazy. Uh, speaking of, uh, Sizzle Real Gang is coming out with our own currency. We are. Yes. That's right. So it's going to be called Sizzle Coin. Sizzle Coin. Yes. That's right. It'll and be uh, available soon. Sizzle Coin is going to be uh, ICOing um, <laughs> in February of next year. Yes. So be ready for that. Uh, and we are built on the. Uh, uh, Ruby on Rails. Oh yeah, I'm fucking talking about <laughs> JavaScript. <laughs> we're, we're, we're based on on the Polkadot protocol. Polkadot protocol, baby. Um, uh, the reason I'm trying to fill time is because I got logged out of my Gmail, so I lost the fucking rundown. Oh, no. Ah, uh, yes. The next thing in my rundown. What you been up to? Oh me. What you been up to? I've been I've been up to uh some hockey stuff. You know, we're kind of getting right. ahead of that. Those uh, you know. Holidays are coming up and they got some hard deadlines that we might be working during like or not working We will not be at work for those deadlines. So we're just making sure we get it all to them early. Yeah, that makes that they're nice and happy uh, This week uh, your friend and now my friend Damon came by the office Damon, Damon came through. It's true taught me some things about iconic Yeah, I guess IO it turns out that uh, so there's a review platform called iconic that we have to use to send things to uh, you know just to, to clients and um, uh, apparently 
Chris has been not deleting okay. anything he's ever uploaded to Iconic and eating up terabytes of space. It's not terabytes. So it's, it's they been, were it's like, been hey, like man, maybe 20 gigs. You need to delete shit because our Iconic is full and no one else can upload well, things. Well, I think they get charged like per gigabyte or whatever yeah. of, of what they got on there. Yeah. But in my defense... At no point did anyone say, hey, you're supposed to delete your stuff out of Iconic when we're done with the project. Yeah. And like, honestly, that shouldn't be the editor's job. I agree. I agree. Editor so, shouldn't really have to do it. But, uh, you know, he's got scripts to deal with that. But I, I was like, Damon, I got you. I'm going to go through all the products I worked on in the last yeah. two months and I'm going to delete that so you don't have to deal with it. Let me. So let me explain what Iconic.io is for people who might not know. It's yeah. I-C-O-N-I-K, yes. Iconic. .io. Yes. And it is like, think of it as frame IO where like, you know, you can upload cuts, you can upload mm-hmm. vi- like clips, cuts, whatever you send them as review links. And the person who's reviewing them can make like, you know, uh, comments with time code yes. and all that. And then you can put up a new version, et cetera, et cetera. So iconic does that, but it also is v- way more powerful. It's almost like it, it's, you can it's kinda, like frame meets a server. Yeah. And you can use it as much or as little as you want. Like it has a ton of capabilities. But if you don't want all those capabilities, you don't have to yeah. use for, all for those. For example, one one of the capabilities is auto transcription when you upload something. Right. So if you're searching for a specific phrase, you can just search it in Iconic and you can find all the all the cuts that happen. Yeah. It, I mean, that is incredibly powerful. Another thing it does is auto transcoding. So if you upload yes. stuff there. It'll transcode it automatically. I mean, it's like it's more than than uh, what you say. You said it was frame meets uh, like a server, meets a server. Yeah. But also it's almost like it also meets like media encoder and some premiere plugin functionalities. Yes. It really is it's super an powerful, incredible, incredible, uh, you know, piece of uh, software or whatever. But it is a. Uh, it's it's incredibly complex as well. No pun intended. <laughs> it is it is incredibly co- complicated and complex yeah, yeah. and robust as well. Um, I don't even really know how to use the whole fucking thing. I'm still but, learning, but I, we only use it with one client, to be honest. But. Yeah, but uh, Damon, he has been kind of building the way that they use that system from the ground up. Yep. And he, we were talking about it when he came in the office, and it was like he was talking about how he was learning like python and like coding languages yeah shit like that to like write scripts to like do things in there and i was just like damn bro like that's not even editing anymore that's not even post-production that's just like programming yep and uh media management it's it's nuts we'll have him on sometime to like discuss the ins and outs of that what's like surprising about it what's cool about it i don't know yeah i don't think i could ever fucking code man i I don't try i think i could learn but i don't think i'd enjoy it really uh, that's like a last resort for me. Yeah. 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 Is that what you would do if you didn't edit? If you like had it, to quit? It, if editing? I wanted to like make decent money and not go to like real school. Yeah. That's probably what I would do. I, um, I, I don't know. It's, it's too much. It's just yeah, it's too not, like, it's not interesting to me. Uh, Cause I already don't enjoy working on projects for other people. And the last thing I'd want to do is like, work on you know yeah but if you if you could find i mean if if you wanted to build your own app or something and you were super motivated you could probably that's learn true. it there's so many no code solutions though for app that's building. true that's true you can just build there's a whole actually because the other day i was because I, I was like man what if twitter does collapse i wonder if there's like that's going to create a vacuum mm-hmm. there's going to need to be a new twitter so i typed in twitter clone so like, there's got to be already a twitter clone and uh there's a website called like fake twitter or something like that <laughs> And it is a no code in browser version of Twitter. They built it 
using exclusively like no code that's stuff. fucking wild and uh it's basically a clone they're, of they're twitter just in like a, a WYSIWYG editor pretty much i mean i don't even know i i know that there was one thing called like glide or something like that that i was researching back mm-hmm. like a few months ago but yeah i mean i don't know man i don't think you really need to like even know how to code to do shit <sighs> i mean i don't days. i don't even really like I don't like coding within After Effects, like any sort of you know. Oh, like it, like doing the uh, what are they called? Script the, the functions or whatever. Yeah, the I always forget the fucking name for it. Yeah. Um, expressions. There expressions, we go. That's <laughs> Express yourself. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so so that's been going on. Um, also, this week we tried for the first time to unload all of our oh, archival that's hard a great drives. topic that's a great topic we have anywhere between 40 and 80 terabytes worth of like old we're talking from 2018 to 2021 yeah. footage that you know we've just held on to in yeah. case the client ever asked for it they probably even, won't even but older I, some of that's just from like 27 i still yeah. have stuff on there from like 2016 2015 too. yeah i mean it's old so we we're like well let's let's try to figure out a cloud storage solution right uh for all this old stuff that you know we're probably gonna, not gonna need it it just needs to live somewhere yeah uh, found and, one that it sounds like, like it was perfect. gonna work. Yeah. So Amazon Glacier S3, Deep, Deep Glacier, Glacier, whatever. Yeah. Um, it basically, layman's terms, the way it works is you upload it, you get charged based on how much you upload, right. and then it's very cheap. It's like a fraction of a cent per gigabyte. Super cheap. Uh, because it's not really hot storage; it's cold storage. So yeah. if you want to re-download it, you have to restore it on their server, right. and then you can download it which from co- there. Which costs a fee. Yes. So like, yes. yes, it is. If we like, we were thinking about pricing out like a hundred terabytes. That would be about a hundred bucks a month, which is great deal. Super cheap. But but if we want to get anything. Apparently it's 250. Well, it is, I think, $250 to restore it. And I thought it was just going to be quick. But from again, from what Damon was saying yesterday, it apparently is even more of a process where like you have to restore certain buckets and stuff like that. I don't know. It's a whole fucking thing. Um, So I'm just like, damn, should we just fucking buy more hard drives? (laughs) I I, I think honestly at that, (laughs) at this point, the best fucking thing to do, you know, yeah. Three grand on like a a rated uh, storage setup. Yeah. And uh, call Bob Bob Zellin up. Oh, dude, Bob, he's the man. Yeah, I mean, he's probably, he would just say the same thing he says always. Get a Q-nap or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, Bob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, so what we really ran into there is we were we were uploading just like a, a, a sample footage, you know? Yes. Into, yeah. into one of the buckets. We were like, let's upload like, I don't know, like uh, 50 gigs or 100 gigs. Was it more? Was no, it four terabytes? It was four, four terabytes. terabytes. Four yeah. terabytes, what it was. Um, and... It started out great, you know, it was like, oh, it's going about 10 megabits per second and it's probably yeah. going to keep climbing. And then, Hopefully. yeah, yes. And then it did not climb. And even at 10 megabits per second, it was going to take like eight days, which it w- yeah. it's kind of kind of a while. But, you know, we can live with it. Yeah. But it did, not only did it not climb. It actually unclimbed. It went down to like 1.7 or something like that. When I left, it was 1.3 that night. It was down to 1.3. It kept getting slower and slower and slower throughout the day. Which means it would have taken at least a month to upload four terabytes. Yeah. But it gets worse because I now there might be a a solution to this. Yeah, there might be like some software you can download that is like 
going to be quicker. Almost like how Signiant has their own client for sure. Meteor Shuttle, right? Sure, but, but we were using a browser to upload everything, yeah. and overnight it logged us out. Yeah. So we we couldn't really just like re-upload everything because there's hundreds of thousands of files that are being uploaded. Yeah. And yeah. we don't know where it left off, where it right. stopped. Right. So it's just straight. It's a non-starter right now. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I I think it would be it would be cool. I just kind of wish we could just ship them a hard drive and yeah. they could just <laughs> offload it themselves, but I don't we, think that's how these things work. No, I don't think so either. We we do have a, I have a call on this upcoming Tuesday, this past Tuesday, however you want to look at, look at it, see if there's any solutions we can figure out with the Amazon rep, but oh, cool. as for now, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too confident about it. I mean, whatever, if we need to buy a hard drive, we'll buy a hard drive or like whatever, a RAID thing, mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. I'm not, not too concerned about it. Um... Yeah. Other than that, I don't. I'm, I've been working on Tree Fort Doc all week. Oh, I want yeah. to go back to that real quick though. About if you had to quit, what would you do? I feel like I would okay. teach. I would want to teach. Okay. I I would not mind teaching, but I don't think I get I could get a job because I don't have a college degree. Uh well, fair enough. I mean, yeah, it checks out. I don't even know if I could get a job. I don't have a master's degree or anything. Yeah. But I would want to teach film, though. I feel like that should be easy. Oh, of course. All you got to do is tell motherfuckers, like, hey, pick up a camera, boom. I don't even think so I'd... Do you need a camera? Just do it on your phone. Yeah, I wouldn't even care that much about teaching film. I'd be... I would want to teach, like, hands-on camera and editing classes. Like, I want to teach you how to use the cameras and how to use the software. I don't really care that much about telling you the philosophical mindset behind film and, like, yeah. composition and all that like everyone watches things yeah you know what looks good and what doesn't figure it out yeah yeah i mean i guess uh, i guess i'm i should have said i would like to teach filmmaking or like video production yes, I, would, yes. I definitely i don't have the background to teach film I've, yeah i haven't even seen half the movies that are around i haven't seen, <laughs> you know, I've seen, I've seen like 10 movies i, I uh watched oh, weird or i would i would you know i would uh i'd coach soccer i think that'd mm-hmm. be good you know? well you're already looking into doing that well i'm looking into getting my license i want to keep yeah. I want to keep getting the higher licenses. Yeah. So that way, if I ever do want to take a job, I can like just slot into like a real team. Sure. Not like I don't. I don't want to ever have to coach kids. They're fucking stupid. Yeah. I wouldn't want to have to teach NYCFC either. Hey, got him. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, so what I was saying was, um, I've been working on Tree Four Duck. Mm-hmm. That is what I've been up to. Yeah. You getting overwhelmed over there? Um. I'm almost done. Oh <laughs> shit! No, I, I'm not almost done. I'm very overwhelmed. It's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, I don't even really know what to say about it. But yeah, I mean, if you have any questions, I'll gladly answer them. No, but I mean, just have you have you learned anything as a as a director yet? Like that you would just having started the post process and kind of being you know fairly deep into it. Are, are there things that you would have done differently on the shooting side as a director? I think the only thing I would have done differently is I would have written down the questions I want to ask. Okay. I would have narrowed it down to five questions. Okay. And I would have probably asked those exact five questions the same way to a lot of different people. Mm Mm-hmm. And those would have been my five like pillars of the, of the film. Gotcha. And from there, if we had questions that we wanted to like if something struck us we wanted to explore it we could Mm -hmm. but i'd want to like really set five exact questions because i did have pillars that i wanted to touch on and i did with everybody yeah i just didn't ask the questions the exact same way okay so i have a lot of answers from people but and i'll make it work they're all going to feed into each other but you know i think maybe if i had written all my questions down it would have been a little bit 
sure. a little bit more organized. Um, and ask them in the same order too. You know what I mean? That yeah, way. Yeah. Because that's one thing is where there's advantages to both things, right? Like yeah, the way that I did it was I just started the conversation with them and we, wherever, uh, th- whatever, like they were gravitating towards, I would just follow that topic and mm-hmm. we'd eventually hit on everything I needed. Okay. You kind of lazy river style. Yeah. Lazy river style. Exactly. Like, you know, we start talking and then they'd say something and in their response, like maybe they were talking about the culture of Boise, Idaho. And in their response, they mentioned something about business. Then I would like work into talking about how does tree fort affect the local business community, gotcha, right? Gotcha, so like yeah. from the, like, and so we would, I tried to, our conversations were very natural. Yeah. Yeah. So I that, that's where I was going for it. Cause the whole thing I wanted to do, I wanted to do naturalism to begin with. I didn't even want to interview people, but we have to, interview. Yeah, you kinda, interview. You for this thing to. we had to, unfortunately, when you only have five days, yeah, you, you can't just like, I definitely get, get, I definitely wanted to just like fly on the wall and just like follow people around. People weren't into that. Yeah. People weren't having it. And also I think I would have just needed more time to make that really happen i would have hundred percent a couple months that's also also high risk you know like if you're following the you know one band for five days yeah and and you don't get anything good because that can happen then then you're really you know up the creek without a paddle yeah so um yeah in terms of in terms of that's kind of what i learned i guess in terms of post um i haven't really uh no, nothing, nothing. I mean, it's all been pretty smooth, honestly. It's yeah. just a lot. It's it's a lot. Yeah. Because like also what I'm doing is getting supplementary shit, right? So I'm like pulling stuff off YouTube. I'm finding other stuff. We had someone come in for an interview uh, after the fact who was touring through New York. So we have his interview, but only on audio. So I've got to find like if I'm going to use him for stuff, which I am, I yeah. need to like find what's going to cover him so that I need to, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of shit. Um, I think it's going to be good though. I think it's going to be good. I think yeah. it's going to be interesting for the people who were involved at least. And that's, what's important. A hundred percent. Well, so basically you have a ton of good stuff right now and it's just about one, you know, really narrowing it down from like seven hours to, to 90 minutes and right. two putting it in an order that's cohesive and tells an impactful story. Yeah. I mean, that's it. And that's the hardest part is, is putting it into that order. Cause yep. right now I like, I have all the sequences broken out by like topic or by scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, what I'm starting to notice now is I'm like, oh shit, well this actually kind of is sort of like this one and half the, th- like when they have an answer, that's like a nice answer mm-hmm. that kind of splits two topics. I'm like, uh, do I just cut it now and put like that part of the answer here and that part of the answer there? Or do I keep it as one answer because yeah. it could be a good connecting piece and put it here? All so right. It's and about just like keeping being able to keep everything in my brain straight. Like, what do I have? Don't forget that you have this or all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? Well, and I would say it's OK to have, you know, to touch on, you know, say you have five buckets or whatever throughout the film. Those buckets don't have to be completely separated. You know, they're going to merge into each other at certain points and i think that's okay yeah um other than that uh well i guess the world cup is like well underway at this point yeah yeah. um but we're recording this before it has even started but i uh i went on a whim chris i found this random thing i don't even remember oh you know this is how i found it so there's a pickup soccer group kind of it's an app sure Um, it's called street fc right okay and i believe it was 
founded by, I believe it was founded by Heath Pierce. And I don't know if Kyle Martino was involved in it as well. I don't even really quote me on this shit, but it was founded by people who were involved with U.S. soccer like back Mm -hmm. in the day. Right. Um, So I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I'll sign up for it. Whatever. It could be fun. Maybe play some pickup somehow through them. I think I went to their website or something and I was like, I was like, oh, you know, it might be fun to like meet the people who run this thing and like get to know them or whatever. Uh, I found out that they're doing a thing like an installation for the World Cup. They're partnering with a company called Religion of Sports, Mm -hmm. questionable name. But uh, I was like, you know what? Let me see what this is all about. So they're apparently going to be doing, you know, World Cup watch parties. Uh, One of the people who's like an investor in this is Deepak Deepak Chopra. Yes. I Um, think Tom Brady's in there as well. Yeah. So they're going to do like World Cup watch parties, uh, soccer pickup games. They're going to be having panels about like sports storytelling. They're going to be showing documentaries, shorts, doing a live podcast recording, you know, all of this kind of like media type shit around soccer. And so I was scrolling through his website and I had a little button that says create with us. Right. So I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? Create with us. And it says apply to be a creator, mm. a content creator at the house of football. So basically it says that you can, you go to their, you're going to show up and chill at their three story space in the lower East side. Uh, the interactive space that's going to feature, upcoming uh, screenings of upcoming productions, watch parties, live recordings, blah, 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 blah. Apply to be a VIP creator. Ooh, you a VIP. And it, you, choose, you choose for uh, an hour and a half slot, and it says you get a $200 stipend to come create. I just fucking, whatever, I sent yeah, it off. 200 bucks for 90 minutes of work. I said, I don't, I don't have an Instagram. I don't have any of that shit, but I just put the website. I put the company website. That's all I did. That's and hilarious. I was like, whatever. If they fucking care, I they'll mean, reach yeah, out. Yeah, they'll see the major league and, soccer stuff. Uh, they hit me back. So I have a meeting with them and I don't know what is going to happen, but if I do go, that's going to be kind of cool. So I'll, I'll follow up um, on the next sizzle reel. Yeah. I went, but two, oh, two oh. sizzle reels. <laughs> no, wait. Yeah. Oh. On the next sizzle reel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it'll, I mean, look, the days it's not, it's going to actually be very timely because the only days that you can, that it has it from our 11, 29, like 29th of November. Sure. Till the 4th of December. That's the only time it's active. Okay. So uh, I would be going one of those days. So. All right. Well, we'll find out next week. I don't know what I'm going to do. I feel like I'm just going to show up with the camera, shoot well, everything I mean, in slow-mo. They got to so, let you in first. They, you you got to interview first. That's true. I got to interview, but I mean, they might see you and be like, nope, <laughs> they out. You know what? That's fine. If they do that, then that's less work for me. But I don't know. It's kind of weird. I think it's pretty cool. What the fuck is a content creator? It's a stupid ass title. I don't know, man. I said it. <laughs> yeah, I fucking said it. Spicy takes. Oh, be a content creator. And you can be a content creator at soccer games. I'm, I'm a content creator. Wow, this is insane. Not a good one. Um, yeah, me neither. Uh, all right, Chris. Well, look, um, should we wrap it up for the yeah, first half? Yeah, I think that's pretty good for the first say? half. Uh, no, no. I'm just uh, I'm super excited for the debut of our our theme song yes. for First, Worst, and Curse. That should be coming up in just a few minutes just here. Just a few minutes. Um, look, and I just, that's it. I have a meeting with them Tuesday. Boom. I just, just Damn, accepted it. just like that. Just accepted it. So we'll see what happens. All right. Good luck. All right. Well, uh, and good luck to you, Sizzlers, getting through this break. Hopefully you can sit through this ad. I'm just kidding. I pulled all the ads. The brakes are still there, but I pulled all the ads. Oh, really? I'm oh. just not putting ads in anymore. It's yeah. Like, who cares? You know? we, we made our $20. No, I mean, the ads are, aren't really what drive the... I still put the like 
paid ad at the end, but mm-hmm. in the middle, I'm not putting that shit anymore. Yeah. Until fuck, we get fuck a sponsor. That Until we get a sponsor. We're now looking for mid-roll sponsors. Cicero Gang at Gmail.com. Hey, OWC, hit us up. Welcome back, Sizzlers. Now, uh, a, a, <laughs> thanks. A, a few weeks ago, we uh, we debuted a new segment. We pioneered. We absolutely, say. and it was just me and Alexi. That's but right. but oh, today, no, Amy was there, wasn't she? Was she? Who knows? I, th- I thought it was just you and me. Um, I'll go back in the notes while you while you while you vamp. Sure. Uh, but today we're going to have a special guest for the first time. On this segment, and it is KDO. It's KDO, but we have we haven't said what the segment is yet. No, but Amy was there for it. Ah, okay, well, yeah, we've pioneered a lot of segments though lately, in the last few months, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, we just because we're running out of everything else, so we it's, just have to no, come up with new it's segments because we're in our next era. Oh uh, yeah, Sizzle Reel has moved into its <laughs> the, the segment hundo, so we're trying to like the segment era. The segment era. People will remember this forever as the segment era. Anyway, featuring such segments as Chris versus and Amy's haunted game. Oh, that was a fun one. Yeah, creature comforts draft. Oh, we're running out of ideas. Maybe soon there will be a uh, a Black Friday special and then a Christmas special. That's true. We are and a gift guide, holiday wow. gift guide. <laughs> we actually do our our research. We do build this thing. Yeah, out. okay. Um, but we we're going back. Oh no, I'm being stopped yet again. No, I was going to say the suspense is building. The suspense is building because I want you to know. Okay. I haven't played this for you yet, but we do have a theme song now for this segment. Oh, so. we do. Yeah, introduce it as if there is a theme song because there is. Uh, do I even say the segment or do I do I just toss to the sound? I would say toss to the sound whenever you're ready. Tossing. <laughs> Good theme song, right? Yeah, great, great theme song. That's actually <laughs> That's the first time I'm, I'm hearing yeah. it. So it's really good. It's pretty exciting. I was a big fan of it, and I loved, uh, I loved writing it. Yep. So yeah, I was totally wrong. Amy's been here before, but now KDO is here, and she's she's going to tell us about her first gig, her worst gig, and her cursed gig. Yeah, and to 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 run some people through like how how that what those things mean, right? Because they, they're kind of, it's kind of vague. Cursed, I've been getting a lot of pushback. Every time I talk to someone about this segment, they go, I don't know what cursed is. And I don't understand how they don't get it because it's, it's, makes, it's pretty straightforward. Well, it, I think the issue is differentiating between worst and cursed because usually cursed can be worse. I was just telling her this before the fucking show. People always confuse those two and I don't know why because cursed doesn't mean bad. It just means cursed. I mean, cursed, worst means cursed bad. implies that it's not good. I mean, how many good curse projects have you been Think on? about it this way. If something like comes back from the dead, it's cursed. It doesn't mean that it's going to like do bad things. It's just back from the dead. It's I mean, like, no, not, you're okay. right. Uh, you're, you got, you're onto something, but you're, 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 you're not quite all the way there. I think cursed means it could, it can be good. The people need to understand about this segment okay. is that it is what you make it. Okay. Right. Yes. First doesn't have to be your first ever paid job. No, it could be the first time you held a camera. Right. And worst doesn't have to be the, you know, a job you didn't get paid for. It can be like 
something else. It yeah, could be a, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, time you, it's you, in the eye of the beholder. It can be right? like when you almost got hit by a train on set or something like that. Like it can be. Oh that's, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. I mean, you like know? you maybe had to work with Alec Baldwin in a gun once. Like, <laughs> that's worse. Oh no, <laughs> I think that's cursed. That could be cursed too. All right, the segment is not great. I mean, here's here's what I'll say. Like, I you're not totally wrong because I, I did have. Uh, a shoot one time, I think I've talked about it before, in uh, when I was an intern f- at uh, an ad agency, and we were shooting uh, like a car commercial, and some guy started moving cars while we were shooting, and he ran over my laptop and my G drive. Now See? that didn't make my first worst or curse, but like that's a great the, example. The, yeah, the so the the shoot itself was fine. Yeah. So it's not my worst shoot, but it was cursed because my laptop got run over. Exactly. The, exactly. The, the G drive survived though. This is a great way to to explain it. I think okay. that moving forward, we need to throw that in there. Katie, what did you like before we really get into it? When you heard about this segment, what was running through your mind? Like, what, what were some of the decision-making points you kind of used? You're like, okay, this is how I'm going to determine this or that, or, you know, what was going on? Um, some of it was current. Like, I was like, oh, I feel like this bad about a certain gig. So it's definitely like no brainer going into worst. Mm-hmm. Cursed, like you said, I was a little like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to rename the segment. But no. no, I think it's a good segment. But after talking to Chris, I was like, no, I found it because I had it like a year, year and a half ago. Okay. okay. Um, And I like blocked it out of my memory and okay. now it's back. So. And then the first one is the first one. Maybe yeah. that's the one we start off with. I think we start off so. first, if that's cool with you, Katie. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, go ahead, Katie. Take 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 us to the the promised land of the first and the first worst and cursed. Uh, so my first, I was going to talk about the first time I made a music video. Um, it was like end of college, and I just decided to make a music video in the summer, and a lot of people in school like would just leave, so it was pretty empty. So we kind of had the whole city to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, that city being Savannah. Yeah. And uh, it was very hot. Isn't that, that song by Camilla Cabello? Savannah. Oh, no, no. Havana. <laughs> oh, that's Havana? Cuba, yeah. That makes so much more sense now. I was wondering why the fuck they're singing about scat. I was like, what is this? Shit? <laughs> makes way more sense. That was actually the music video she was shooting. The Camilla Cabello Savannah. Yeah, that music was my video. first music video. <laughs> Wait, so what what happened with it? Uh, so we did it all guerrilla filmmaking style, which was pretty fun. Harambe represent. How oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> She's never going to get anywhere at this rate. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, why, why was it guerrilla? Like, you, you don't, I mean, you didn't we rent didn't out get, locations and stuff. No. Right? And, but because it was just like, it was just super hot outside and no one wanted to be outside. Like there's tons of gas stations, convenience stores everywhere. And like part of the story was this character, like being in this labyrinth of stores can't escape. And, you know, we're using yeah. what we could with was no it a, money. It was like a punk song? Uh, Kind of. It was like a punk experimental kind of. Worse. And um, so we just went all around the city going into these, uh, convenience stores and gas stations and just filming without permission which isn't the best but what what <laughs> what, what kind of cameras were there we we rented uh 
I think it was Ursa Minis. Okay, oh, so, so you're not walking with like a, a Sony Handycam or anything that's like no. inconspicuous. It's, well, because I was going to say like, yeah, if you walk with like a DSLR, like or a, a 7s or something, it's like a mirrorless, whatever. Yeah. You can get away with the gorilla shit. You yeah. Know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, but you were really out here with like a well, full the professional yeah. setup. We had the resources, so why not take them? Hey, you're you know? right. You're right. Um, but yeah, I mean, most people didn't care, but we thought that they would care a lot more. Um, and so we had like four four of us. So I was filming and then the lead singer was acting. And then there was another person that was um, kind of producer. Also just like there wasn't a lot of us in the summer. So we're just kind of hanging out as well. Yeah. And then the other guy in the band who wasn't acting at the time. So they would go in first make a whole scene they would have like a whole character arc that was happening like they were in a relationship and they're fighting about this thing or the other time they were like siblings that were mm. mad at mom this is before just, you're rolling yeah so they would walk into okay. the store established characters to kind of like be the, like distracting style. oh and, they were the distraction yeah yeah they weren't oh. they weren't part of it and then <laughs> me and my friend we we went in after and we were just like like we would go in with a game plan. I'm like, so we need more of this like behavior, like this action um, or this angle. And we would like in the car ride to the next place, we would mm-hmm. watch like what we what got. You did, yeah. Cause we couldn't really see, see much. I mean, I could, but no one else really yeah, knew what yeah, we yeah. had. And, um, but it was just really fun just to kind of like, have to do something so quickly you can't think about it you can't really plan for it other yeah. than like this is kind of the vibe we're going for and we want it to be in these stores yeah like a loose structure and then you just kind of go in and get the closest yeah, yeah, you yeah. can to, to imp- it improvise around it yeah. too in a way you know but it was nice because a lot of the people <laughs> like i mean obviously the people that worked there like knew what was going on and we knew we knew that they would but yeah. we were just hoping yeah, that you it wasn't you weren't hiding that giant camera well enough <laughs> you'd no. send someone in as a distraction that's hilarious yeah. well we also we also like uh like bought snacks every time we okay. filmed yeah. so supporting like, them so we we're like we we're trying to do it the best way do you ever run yeah. into a situation where like wait how old were you uh like 19 or 20. Did you ever run into a situation where the um, the store clerks or whatever were like actually stoked to have you there and were like wanted to get involved or like were like, hey, just feature the store a little bit or whatever? Yeah, actually, uh, two of the places out of like five or six, maybe um, one of the guys, I don't know why, but he thought that our camera was a drone and he was like, oh, this is so cool. Oh and like, he was like, I want like I want to get a drone. But he was like really excited <laughs> that we were a, like filming. And I was like, yeah, no, it's it's not a drone. But, <laughs> but drones are cool. Some people and, are just like so interested by like, you know, the the whole like idea of Hollywood and cameras mm-hmm. and they just get super into it. It's yeah. It's, yeah, it's very, it's very odd. I guess it makes sense. That's cause I it's mean, like kind of foreign to that. I mean, that's kind of part of what brought all of us into it. Right. It's like the idea of shooting something. It's just so yeah. cool. it's a fucking good point, honestly. Yeah. Cause you're right. I mean, my thing that brought me into it was music videos as yeah. well. Like I, I actually mm-hmm. did something similar in Gainesville over the mm-hmm. summer. Same idea, college town in the summer. It's easier to do things cause it's less crowded. Um, me and Shay J made a music video mm-hmm. and um, I did it. Mine was way less like planned out than yours. Like you were like going to places and you had an idea kind of what you wanted to do for like you, you even had a story. 
you were like, it's like this labyrinth type thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. For me, I remember like, I was like, Shay, we should make a music video. And he was like, cool. Like, what's the concept? Is this the parking garage one? Uh, no, that was a different one. Cause we made like four or five music videos, but there were the very, very first one I did with him. I was like, he was like, what's the concept? And I was like, what do you mean? What's the concept? He was like, like what? Like, is there a story? And I was like, no, nah, we're just gonna go in front of cool shit. And you're just gonna rap in front of it. <laughs> and like, and he was I mean, like, all right, that's and fine so, for something. Yeah. I mean, literally, we just went. Like, I put the camera. I had a giant camera too of the camera on the tripod, <laughs> like across the street. I'm like, okay, you go over there and you just wrap it. <laughs> just like film it. <laughs> all right, cool. Next spot. Like, literally, we went to like I think seven or eight different locations and just filmed them rapping in these different places. Mm-hmm. That was sick. it. That's I mean, cool though. It was. Yeah, it wasn't good, but we did something. It's more than I've done in the last like fucking five years, probably. Mm. You know what I mean? But uh, Chris, you you never did music videos. Chris is not a music video. Guy. No, no. Well, I've, I mean, I never the really Connor had shit. I don't consider those music videos though. They were like single take uh, performances, mm. and like we would usually find a cool spot for them. But to call it a music video is a stretch. It's really just a performance on camera. You you mm. say you had the Ursa Mini. Was that like your like this was your first music video. Was this your first time really ever filming anything or had you kind of done, I guess you'd probably done assignments for class before. Right. But was yeah. this your first time like going out on your own to make something or, um, no, I, even as like a teenager, I would make like experimental films and stuff with my friends, but you know, we would just use our, like whatever cameras we could get a hold of. Yeah. And then when I went to school, it was like, you know, for things that definitely didn't need to be filmed on such a nice camera, we're like, why not rent it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> trust so. me. I feel like I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're about to start recording this podcast on an FX six. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I told Flora cause Flora's been learning how to use the FX six. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And if you want to use it for TikToks, and shit. <laughs> Amy was like, you use FX six for TikToks. Why not? Like we have the camera. Yeah. She, yeah. she needs to learn it. Like might as well. Yeah. But I mean, we're also for the, Freefort doc like we fucking rented like Zeiss glass right oh, it was yeah. like, I mean we rented like some nice ass yeah. cine glass like we went over the top with that it's shit a too. a big camera. It's not um, sometimes it's not the best idea to to get a tool that's too big for the job or whatever. Mm. I don't know how'd the music video turn out? I think pretty good. Smash I still, uh, you know in the in the community. In the community? That's <laughs> the best place to be. Yeah. Did, did you go to each convenience store and give them a copy of it? Yeah, a DVD. No. Oh, you we should have. Uh, a USB drive? We did have like a, a viewing party at the end which was pretty cool. Is it still, like, is it on YouTube still? Uh, it should be. What's it called? Ghost Boy Animas. B-O-I. Okay. Ghost Boy. Ghost Boy. I think Ghost I might have boy. talked about this think, last time. I, I here think it you is. talked about Holy Ghost Boy. Holy shit. I, it's, uh, it's here. Oh, man. I remember you talking about the uh, the more experimental one that was like black and white oh, and yeah. had like Wait, a, a short film made to accompany the Miami based band. Animas? Miami based. <laughs> they moved to Miami. You said it wasn't Havana. It's Havana. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> it. It's Havana. Camilla Cabello. They, they, yeah, well, they, um, <laughs> Fort they Worth based. Yeah. Dade County. This looks good. There's a cool music scene in, in Savannah. Yeah, um, absolutely. I wish I participated more in it, but I also like the end of my experience was COVID. So, oh, yeah. Damn. I forgot about that. Quarter, like the last two quarters, it was all. Wait, so were you remote or were you still? Oh, my God. But I was in Savannah. So I was like working next to full time. And then I would like come home and go to school for like 
I, I don't even like having remote classes for like production or anything like that. I don't even know how that would work. Like I would not want to pay for that. Yeah. I would I'd be like, I'll come back next year. Yeah, that's what a lot of my friends did. I thought I was going to have to like maybe drop out or something mm-hmm. because um, we had like an e-learning option and they were always like, you cannot do film like through e-learning. You can't. It doesn't so, make any sense. Yeah. I mean, maybe editing you can learn, but that's about it. Yeah. So it's like if they already didn't offer it on e-learning, we thought that they weren't going to like make accommodations for us because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. You could, learn, you could learn on e-learning. You just need to have the gear. Well, yes, yeah. that's true. The gear but it's, to you. Yeah, but it's also like part of production and film in general is collaborating and working as a team and everyone having their roles. So like learning it on your own. Yes. Like I learned how to use a camera by myself, but I, I, you couldn't just throw me on set and I'd be good on set because I've never worked in that environment. Just pictured someone like grabbing you by the scruff of your neck and just throwing you <laughs> across a set. Yeah. N- normally it's across the street yeah. from a bar. Um, I'm looking at the credits here. Your credit as director and DP. Ooh. Yeah. And um, what do you got for worst? My worst is a job I recently quit. Ooh. Oh, this one's recent. Ooh. Recent. You know, uh, this is like a, it hasn't scarred yet. This is like a fresh wound. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's she's I'm seething like, right now. It's it's been a this is whole... the most emotion I've ever seen from Katie. <laughs> she's uh she she just the top of her head came off and steam came out. It's nuts. Yeah, no, it's uh it was fine. It it wasn't it was it was like a cool venue and it was you know, all in all, like good experience. I'm glad I did Wait, it. Big, like, big, big picture. Yeah, do you want to describe yeah. what your job in general there was? To do like the live video camera switching kind of thing for whatever for, for concerts, act, mainly concerts. So but there would be kind of like a. It would be like what's going up on the TV screen yeah, or jumbotron yeah. or whatever. So you're kind of like a technical director in a way. Yeah, in a sense, I didn't really have a label, so I just. No, no, no labels here. <laughs> she was, she was indie. She was indie yeah. as hell. Wait, so that sounds like like actually a cool ass job. Yeah, it, especially it was for someone cool. who's into fucking music. Yeah, I I'm really glad that I did it, and it kind of you know solidified me going down more of a music path, which is what I want to do ultimately. And uh, so it was good, and you know, long hours, but that's part of the game, and. And all that kind of stuff. And then kind of end of summer, it started getting pretty bad, a little toxic. Mm-hmm. Some people left and they didn't really care to replace those people. So then they were just expecting us to also get on this like sinking ship mm-hmm. and just like not was have it, was, another. Was it like a situation where like. You know, maybe there was five people who were responsible for certain duties and then two of them left. And instead of making, you know, they just bundled those positions up into what you guys were doing. Okay, so now you're responsible for this and part of this person. We're going to give you more work and we're not going to compensate you for it. I feel like that happens all too often, though. Usually that happens in the corporate world a lot. That happens in every industry, I'm sure. I mean, shit, I guess we've gone through that. We're like, yeah, I think it's usually caused by you know there's always a deeper thing like for us it was like man we're kind of losing money because we had a slow summer 
now like instead of bringing in freelancers for all these projects let's try to double up on work sometimes yeah but but at least we're doing that to ourselves and not to other people you know right no mm-hmm. i know yeah sorry i didn't mean to seem like a corporate boot <laughs> here. like no katie but this isn't the worst <laughs> um wait so so then they made you do like extra work well, it wasn't so much that it was just like the energy i mean part i did take on a little bit more in terms of like uh you know, being contacted next to 24 seven, you know, I went on vacation and Yo. I was being called. That's such an like, not acceptable. That's a very important like boundary to, to maintain. I feel like. Yeah. And I would say, I'm like, I haven't been in, like, we're all freelancers. Everyone there works like multiple gigs and, you know, as you guys know, like, yeah. just the freelance yeah. lifestyle. So it's like, yeah, we can be present when we're at this job, but this isn't the only thing that we think about. It's not the only, you right. know, work that we have. Yeah, it's like you're not even providing me like a full-time job and benefits. Yeah. Like you you don't control any time when I'm not here because mm-hmm. I am a freelancer. That's part of the deal. Yeah. I mean, I was going to like, if, if it's a job where the communication needs to be like so frequent, I think you as an employer it's something that's it's on you to provide like a stream of communication access to a stream that is specifically for your company right whether that's a company phone a company phone number whether that's an email address Mm -hmm. uh, whatever or implement slack and have slack you know and let them set hours when they're available on it right but you can't yeah you can't just like cross into that person's life the entire time you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's I feel the same way sometimes there, there's very certain clients who I'm like comfortable texting and talking to like outside oh, yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, it's like if it's a n- new relationship, I'm like, hey, here's the here's the cut. Um, I'll be here till 7 p.m. tonight or 6.30 p.m. Like after that, I'm not going to respond. to Yeah, you got to set boundaries. I mean? But that's a bummer that they're always out here hitting you yeah. up. So that they were crossing your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Now, like, what kind of conversations were they? Just like, hey, can you come in, like, at any given time? Or, like, were they rude about it? Or, like, how did they respond when you weren't able to come in? Um, so They've only asked me to come in last second once. Um, but a lot of the issues is that... Uh, the equipment that we have is very old so it's it's cool that we're able to do that and like i said earlier like i'm grateful that i had the opportunities to Mm -hmm. to learn this stuff um because i otherwise wouldn't have had access to all of this you know learning that Mm -hmm. i hadn't obviously learned at school Mm -hmm. and um but nonetheless this the equipment is older and it was set up by a person that left very early on to me starting and so i'm like it it, like anything that i learned from it it's not something or anything that would would go wrong i wouldn't be able to look it up gotcha because it's like i don't know how it was plugged in by this person and it was so messy that i was like like i don't know so you're responsible for things that like you don't have the support yeah to to troubleshoot yeah and so i'd say maybe september october things started like like the equipment is faulty so things would go wrong or Mm -hmm. or there would be a big event and things would get moved around cables would be unplugged and moved to this computer there's also like seven monitors like 
throughout the space. Or yeah. Whatever. So it's sure. like you have to be on top of all that. So one little, uh, you know, wire change that you right. didn't know about, like it, you're not going to find it. Yeah. And so people wouldn't put stuff back and then that would somehow be my problem. <laughs> and of I'm course. like, I don't know. I always put everything I do. Back. I mean, I think as a, if you're a freelancer, you can't, you can't expect a freelancer to be in charge of a system. Like yeah. That. Like, there needs yeah. to be a full time. That's got to be a full time position, yeah. right? Someone who's in charge of like any sort of system. That would be kind of like if, if I had, if we had like a freelancer come in and we were like, Hey, you need to rearrange the jelly, like the jellyfish. You need to rearrange the server and like move all the files around and implement a new file structure for us. And then like also we need to make sure that like, and also we're not going to help you with any of it. Figure yeah, it out. It's just weird. It's like, that's kind of the agreement, right? When a freelancer comes in, they plug into your system. That's mm -hmm. all you can expect from yeah. them to learn your system and plug into it, not to rearrange and create a whole new thing. Unless mm -hmm. you hire them as like a, I don't know, a consultant or something to like advise you on how to rearrange your system. That's what yeah. you should do. You should be like, Hey, hire me as a consultant and I'll tell you <laughs> 150 an hour, right? More. Yeah. I'll tell you how to, what I would do if I was to rearrange this entire thing, maybe they don't, they probably don't have the funds to get yeah. new, new gear. We've been though. begging for tech days because even at the end of the day, like, I mean, yeah, they need new equipment, but just even cleaning up that whole area, like that would it would do a lot. Yeah, it would, it mm -hmm. would be a pain in the ass, but like it would make a big difference. Cause yeah. I, I've worked other gigs where they have the same type of stuff. Yeah a little more modern and working, but it's like in those gigs, I'll set up the whole system that I work in five minutes in mm -hmm. the morning, take it down five minutes after the shoot. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a little more complicated at the job I just quit, but you know, it still could have been dealt with in yeah. a tech day. Yeah, yeah, yeah t totally. I mean, you do need like the, those days to kind of, you know, maintain, right. Maintenance, I guess is what I would like yeah. from a post-production perspective. Yeah. For us, it's, it's maintenance and it's like offloading things, freeing up space, looking like even yesterday, like we spent a good portion of the day trying to figure out this AWS cloud storage solution and we landed on, it's not going to work probably, but, yep. uh, I, I mean, like it's I remember not sexy, but it's like, you need a day of actually doing it bullshit to make it work. Absolutely. Uh, when I was a news photographer, we would have, uh, so typically, if there was an extra one more photographer assigned to the day than there was a reporter, then one of the photographers would have what's called a float day. And usually it means you have time, like you might get sent to a couple of random things that don't need a reporter and you just need to, you know, sp spray the, the area and get out of there. But I think that means get some B roll. Yeah. Not like something a cat does. <laughs> no, I mean, that's what they would call it though. Like, I know. I'm they, just they, explaining they, they to the listeners. It. Chris isn't spraying some sort of, you know, scent around this place. Um, <laughs> he's like a skunk. And, uh, Chris, the new skunk. Like th those days were super important. And I was, start calling you the new skunk. The new skunk. <laughs> there was like a three or four month period where I hadn't had one. And then like one of the, uh, the, the assignment desk was like, Hey, can you switch? Which 
these this shift and work this night or whatever and i was like and she was like uh if you do this i promise it'll be a float day and i was like okay i really need a float day so i'll do that and then i got in the next day and they assigned me to someone and i was like yo what the hell i was promised a float day yeah well like and it kind of blew up and i had to go into the the ep's office and like have a conversation with him because he like he had heard that i was unhappy or or some shit (laughs) and he was like basically trying to discipline me and i and i explained the situation i was like you don't understand like i sacrificed x and x to to be here tonight so that i could catch up on things and have a float day because that kind of shit is really important like you need to be able to recalibrate everything you know work on your camera organize your gear just like have a day where you're not chasing resetting where you're not chasing cops all night you know you have to set up you have to set up it's like i mean i don't know it's like a, a kitchen you don't like just go into the kitchen and like immediately start cooking yeah like, yeah you you don't just you, you don't you, you don't gotta, break you gotta, the gotta, eggs before you got a bowl to put them in right that's a great fucking way to put it dude. <laughs> holy shit that's gonna be i'm gonna get that tattooed on me you don't break first the eggs. Tattoo. yeah first tattoo it's gonna go like up my arm like this oh my like god up my wrist <laughs> up, up my inner inner arm you, up my bicep you, you don't break you should have go egg. all the way across until yeah. until like but but like not not like nicely spaced so it just ends like here like it just ends across halfway across my chest or something like that because uh, you didn't prepare yeah i get it it's because i didn't have enough bowls or whatever i don't know <laughs> was that was that what you're actually trying to say yes that's it more bowls in the kitchen um okay so that was that's worst uh, yeah, now, yeah do, you, do you have any any final words yeah, on your worst final wrap-up um, words yeah i mean i could go days talking about this thing <laughs> yeah, i have so many group chats but you know group chats give us another one give us yeah. one yeah. little last like, like what what's the worst offense Ooh. Like from this place? Yeah. No, just in uh, general humanity. <laughs> Katie's like murder, like <laughs> Holocaust. Yeah, that sounds bad. One like uh, uh, the um, Inquisition. Why is oh it? yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Fuck you, Kyrie. I yeah, said it. <laughs> Fuck you, Kanye. Ooh. Um, <laughs> no, I definitely say it. Well, it got just very disrespectful because like you know all of us freelancers mm-hmm. we're like you know we don't need to make it better but we're trying to we want to yeah. make it make you know shit it, you could come in there and just collect your paycheck and dip yeah. right but like if you're trying to put your actually put effort into it yeah you know? but like thankfully like the crew we're all pretty good friends so it's like we stay because we like each other and mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day we we do want to go on tour and be in venues and and whatever that means to us but yeah. um but we care a lot and then we're like trying to make it better and then we're being met with like disrespect from managers from all this kind of stuff and it's like not even worth it and people like I'll get text like before everybody's shift, I'll get text being like, Oh, I can't go like I don't want to go in today, da 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 da. Yeah. So it's it's like a shame that it's gotten to this point. You mean but people dread going in, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. It's always so, always a bad sign. Yeah. So I started feeling that yeah, way and that is a bad sign. Yeah. So Um I'm But out. now but all, all you freelancers are kind of like in it together, right? Like you have yeah. a good base there. Mm-hmm. Like you're still friends with people, part yeah. of your network. Yeah. That's so good. I was, I was going to say, going back to what you'd said, Chris, when you were like, <laughs> it got up the chain that I was feeling unhappy. So my 
EP had a conversation with me and I was like, oh, great. They're trying to figure out like what what's wrong and how they can fix it. And you're like, they tried to discipline me. That's <laughs> like, basically what, what it was. I mean, it's not like I didn't get in like I, I didn't technically get disciplined, but you could. It was that kind of meeting. It's, it's like yeah. where there's a full newsroom and he calls you into his office from across the newsroom. Yeah. And it's like, great. What is like, what is this shit? Yeah, that's kind of sucks. Like if if someone's unhappy at their job, I think it's like. You don't discipline them. It's going to make them less happy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's just stupid. It's like when you pet a cat, like, the wrong way. <laughs> you know? It's like you're trying to pet the cat, but you're not doing a good job. Pet it the other way. Yeah. Then it'll relax. Yeah, you know Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. That shit's fucked up, though, man. Management yeah. Management is like that sometimes. Always. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know if I've ever had a job where I, like, dreaded coming into oh, the office. Oh, really? I, Man. Not that I can really remember. No, not that I can really remember. There was ones where I'd be like, I'm probably going to be late today, and that's fine. But, like, that's just how I live my life, too. It's like, <laughs> like, like, I don't dread coming in here. No, I like, I've never. There's days when I decide, like, I'm just going to take the day off, but, like, I don't, like, ever, like, dread walking in. There's some projects where I'm like, God, I don't want to do this yeah. shit oh, today. all the time. But, like, all the I'm time. still... You know, I don't dread coming to work here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Station. That's what I'm oh, I hated that shit. Oh, really? Oh, dude, I hated that job. Oh, yeah. shit. I literally quit. Like, yeah, I think you were there for a minute, though. I was there for four years, yeah. How are you going to hate something and be there for four years? <laughs> I didn't have other opportunities in oh, Jacksonville. True. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, that's how it is. Sometimes yeah. you hate shit and you're there for four years. Cursed. Good thing you got out of there. I know. Yeah. Do you have you, do you have anything lined years. up right now, or you just no. floating through? But I've been. She got a float day. <laughs> float day. <laughs> Probably a float wonder. Oh. Yeah. But it's chill. Um, I don't know. I feel like I was also just the hours were insane. They started. Yeah, like, you, were, you worked like overnight, basically, and yeah. you get home at like three or four in the morning. Yeah. Taking the subway by yourself in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool. No, and. Yeah, there's there'd be days I would like literally walk home when the sun was rising. That's and I'm like, which which thankfully wasn't there, a lot, but not from work, just from. Yeah. Was the compensation all right at least, or no. was it really not? No. Oh no! Damn, this this checks all the boxes for yeah. the worst. <laughs> yeah, I think it just like I I'm grateful of like the networking though. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, then it. I don't think you're going to have a float winter because of that, because of the networking. Because yeah. if everyone's leaving and everyone's going on to do other stuff yeah. and they liked working with you, that means like you'll get more work before yeah. you know it, you yeah. know. But I just felt like I was a zombie as well. And I'm still kind of feeling it now. Whereas like most of today, I was just like, because my <laughs> brain is like not working right. What were you like? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's the classic zombie noise. You know. <laughs> yeah, like walking I gotta, dead. If like, a zombie <laughs> attacked me and it was like, <laughs> I'd be like, I like this thing. <laughs> cool zombie. Um, all right, well, that's worse. Yeah. Chris, do you, you, uh, you have any more things? You're ready to move on? I think I'm ready to move on to Cursed. <laughs> spooky. Super spooky. <laughs> Yeah, so cursed. Um, what was running through your mind when you when you when you heard cursed? Uh, this very short gig I did, um, maybe like a <laughs> like a year and a half ago, and you know I moved up here in COVID, and you know opportunities were slim, and so then I started getting more gigs, and I 
was like, you know, I need the money. I've just been like, you know, stretching every paycheck as long as. Yeah. So I got this opportunity to do like three days or something of work. Okay. And I was like, yeah, it's assistant editing is for these short things. Three days. That's cool that I have more clients. I could network. Um, And so I was excited about it. And it was two separate shoots, but under the same people. So like there one was like a big name person. So I was like, oh, this is really exciting. Mm-hmm. I thought I was just going to do some simple edits. That would be that mm-hmm. I get some money and, yeah. you know, then you're done. Yeah. Right. And then it turned into this thing where I was like expected to pick up the drives and at at first it didn't seem like much of an issue because it was still like covid was still kind of bad people didn't want to leave their house and the producer of these two shoots lived like three blocks away from me so i was like yeah it doesn't matter i'll pick up the drive yeah not thinking that it was like expected of me um so then i have the drive work a day it went by I did exactly what the editor told me to do. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, do you want me to just drop it back at your apartment? And she was like, no, uh, go go to this the editor's apartment. I'm like, where's that? And it was like deep, deep Brooklyn. And oh, yeah, I had to like no go into Manhattan to go at the end of the, like the train route in yeah, Brooklyn. No way, no way. That's, and that's, I think I remember this because I think it was like, didn't you have to do it like after soccer one day or something? Yeah, like there is there is one day I like I was like, I'm not going to miss a commitment because it's like soccer at the time was like the one thing that I like saved up and like did for myself. Mm-hmm. And then so I went to soccer. We went to dinner and I had to like rush home and get the drive. And then it's then. um it wasn't raining when we left dinner, but then it started raining and it was freezing. Jesus and I had, Christ. and it was like a 10 minute, 10 plus minute walk from the train station. And it was like a shopping area of Brooklyn where like, like no one was out. It was like yeah. a Sunday night. Yeah. It was like super dark. No one was out. Um, everything around me was closed. There was like no light. So I was having trouble seeing. Yeah. And it was like, ice rain so sounds amazing just to deliver a drive and the editor wasn't there and uh what the hell are you kidding but her partner was and so i go upstairs um and my hands are frozen and i i had like wrapped this drive in a tote bag a couple times just to make sure that it wouldn't you know get damaged right yeah even though it was in a box, I was just, you know, trying yeah, to right, just, right, you right. know, the PA assistant editor is trying to be perfect kind right. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And my hands are fr- frozen. I'm clearly trying to get the drive and her partner, which I'm sure she was like already annoyed with the editor. Like she mm-hmm. was like, I don't want some random person coming to my house at like nine. Yeah. Which no I totally get. But you didn't I didn't want to do that. Like, I didn't want to do that. I don't want to drop this thing off either. I know? was also told I was like, I was texting the editor and then she was like, yeah, I'll be back by then. I'm like, okay, cool. Sick. Um, So I'm getting this drive. My hands are like frozen. And this woman just kind of like rudely gestures. She's like this to like, 
uh, give me the drive, and I try like to a, with your with your with the back of your hands facing the ground, and your fingers curling towards you. Come on, yeah. now, hand it over. Yeah, gimme, gimme. And it was it was really awkward, and then I gave it, and then did, did she say anything? Uh, I don't think so. That's so <laughs> I mean, I, whack. Well, I tried to say stuff to like, I was like, oh, like, thanks for opening the door. Like, you know, I was, because <laughs> the editor, like, she was like, yeah, I'm not going to make it in time. You can just like shove it in a bush outside. What? And this was for a big client. So I was like, <laughs> no way. No. If your partner is here, like, I don't mind. Like, I can even leave it in the hallway, but like, yeah, not in a leave bush. it outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. it's raining as well. So, yeah. um, that's nuts. Yeah. So I, I would have just been like, hey, I'm running late. Can you meet me somewhere else or something? I don't know. I'd, well, what, yeah. it's, what am I talking about? I wouldn't have made them fucking do it. Yeah. I, I would have been hired like, a courier. I'd be like, or something. Let's get a courier or like get yeah. it in an Uber or something, or at the very least, you can yeah. hop in an Uber and come here and yeah. wherever I am or I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, They never offered Ubers or anything, but I was like so new to freelancing sure. and, and I also like really needed money. So I was like, yeah, this is normal. Right. <laughs> but then, but then it was just like nonstop or it's like, oh, I didn't want this. And it's like, well, I did exactly what you told me. And every time I like do a new project and I have a meeting with someone, I'm like taking very like diligent notes. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm like, I can reference like, like what, what why, I, why I got I the receipts. This. Yeah. 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 And there was like certain things I didn't know how to do. And I like was very transparent. I was like, I don't know how to do this, but like I have the resources to learn. And I like watched a bunch of videos. I have some like editor friends that were like telling mm -hmm. me editor and, friends. Yeah. From like, yeah, my old bosses. Not and you, stuff. Chris. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> I think I had just like met you, or like probably it was like a couple months in, um, and so I like figured it out, and then she was like, "No, this is wrong." I'm like, "Okay, cool." So. Yeah, you know, it, that's that's one of those weird things. It just makes me think like first first jobs where like sometimes, you know, because like I imagine if that happened now. In terms of, um, I don't know, like about whatever. I don't, I don't know what the gig is. So I don't know about mm. the actual work, but like that part of delivering the drive, right? Like, I feel like if that happened now, you'd be like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna like go do this. Like, they can yeah. come get it, or you can hire like someone, whatever. Like, mm. there's a different way to go about it, right? But I wonder how many, like, how often that happens when you're just starting out or you you're maybe it's even the beginning of a relationship yeah and you don't like uh you, maybe you don't know how things work or whatever because i feel like mm. that happened to me before yeah, sometimes well, you want to do the like, extra mile to like impress the client or whatever i remember that one time we sent vince to laguardia <laughs> he volunteered yeah, that's true to be fair that's a good point we were like we'll get you an uber and he was like i'm gonna ride my bike because we, we needed to get a hard drive to a colorist because the colorist didn't have good internet. He His couldn't internet download like a 20 gigabyte file. It was really bad actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause it was like one file that we were sending him. Yeah. And he couldn't download it. And so he was like, Hey, I'll have it in like, I'll have it by was like 16 hours. Yeah. We we're like, well, shit, let's just send someone over. And then Vince was like, it's a beautiful day. I'll ride my bike. <laughs> What's a beautiful he day. He literally went on the tarmac at LaGuardia. I swear to God, I don't think he did that. He, did. he flew like ET. <laughs> Vince does love Reese's pieces. He does. Interesting. Weird. Interesting. But yeah, I guess what I'm saying is like it. And the colorist yeah. did a bad job. Well, 
Colors did not do a, yeah, didn't do a great yeah. job. I I didn't think it was so bad, but I do remember. Wasn't what? this a situation where the producer kept being like, "It's not good here. It's not good there." I don't yeah, remember what the project, project was. was it? I don't remember, but I just remember I was like, "Well, looks fine to me. It could could be worse." And then I think it might have been Cook of the Book. Cook of the Book. But the producer was just like, "No, this isn't. This isn't it. This doesn't work. Mm-hmm. This is wrong. This is wrong." To be like, hey man, they want to change this, whatever. I, I don't know. I don't think it was. I don't think it was no. the book because I this was not a colorist that we knew. No, it's it's this not was someone else. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter what it was. Point is, you know, I I would not have biked to Laguardia. I'm glad Vince was there to do it. You know, <laughs> I remember he got back and we were like, how was it? And he was like, well, it was mostly fine. There were a couple areas where like there was no bike lane at all. And I'm just driving into oncoming traffic. But otherwise, it was great. <laughs> it's like, what is wrong with you, Vince? <laughs> hey, Doesn't even wear a helmet. If he if he likes to. He, he had fun doing I it. I mean, he so was back in like an hour and a half. Round really trip. quick. Yeah, it was really quick. Mm. He got all the way to LaGuardia and back in like, wow. in like an hour and a half. It was pretty wild. Mm. But. I don't know. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you got out of that cursed one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They kept trying to get me back. They're like, "Oh, well, you did this, so now you're." Because I just thought it was three days. I was like, three days money." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, three days money. And then like a month and a half later, they're like, "Oh, well, you need to do this." I'm like, "I don't need to do that." Wait, need to do? Were they offering you more days or? Yeah, it wasn't even about something wrong I'd done. It was like something completely different it was like getting it ready for post then i just just like you were the last person to worked on it so can you pick it back up but you're like i'm sorry i can't well because i i did like like i set up files and stuff like that for Mm -hmm. this like um interview thing and then the other set it was i don't even know what it was it was some like uh experimental art maybe it was for a gallery or Mm -hmm. music Mm -hmm. video i don't know um so i set up those projects and like made string outs and stuff like that and that's all that i signed up to do and um i was like that was a terrible experience thankfully one (laughs) weekend that i had to work it my mom was in town so thankfully she drove me some of the times to this place so i didn't have to go to this brooklyn oh you had to go to their house is that what you're saying well to drop off the drive because it was like yeah and um and then like months like a month and a half later they were like um you need to to prep it for color right, or sound yeah. or something like that and i was like yeah that no yeah. <laughs> it's like not on the radar sorry i'm but and then they like wouldn't stop leaving me alone and then i <laughs> it's kind of a good sign i mean it means they wanted to work with you again. yeah but it was just it was so brutal were they like rude about it or they were being pretty aggressive about it and then they like uh, then I kept saying no and I was like I'm booked or you know whatever just trying to like you know right. and not make a whole thing of it yeah, I also right, right. was busy yeah but um then the producer added their manager or not manager um like boss at this company mm-hmm. onto the email being like great so when are you gonna do this and I was like like, I'm not. I've already said I'm no. Not. So it's kind of like gaslighting you a little yeah. bit. And also at the time, I didn't know how to prep things for color. I didn't know how to prep things for audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I like said I was like no because I'm busy. But also I don't even know how to do this. Yeah. yeah. So like, so yeah. And then I never heard from. Him. But that well, was like the coming back. Editing is also like a really weird slippery slope where if you 
accept too many assistant editor gigs and you fall too into it, you become an assistant editor. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, that's not, I mean, that can be a career in its own and a lot of people enjoy doing that. But mm. if yeah. you're not, if you're trying to be an editor, assistant editing isn't necessarily the way to get there. Well, I don't even know. I, I don't even know if you're trying to be an editor. I feel like you're trying to like shoot and direct and shit. Oh, that's like, true. I don't even know if that's yeah. true. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I'm just saying. I do a lot of stuff. I think I get like, I, I try to do it all. And then I'm like, oh, like, I want to try this thing. I want to try that thing. And then I, Maverick. but I think like cinematography, I like a Never lot, heard of but Maverick? I also like editing. Why would, why would that make her a Maverick? <laughs> do it, do it all. Doing is that what a Maverick is? Yeah. Yeah, man. I thought Sarah Palin called herself a Maverick. So I always mm. thought it was like a kind of a bad thing. Isn't that the Logan Paul thing? I might be. I have no idea. I don't Top know Gun, Maverick. I, I don't know about calling someone a Maverick. I think it's kind of a, like, <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? No, no, I don't know. But if you had to pick one, cinematography, probably. Yeah, that's what I did the most in in school. Yeah, that's if I had to pick one. Um, writing, writing. Mm. If I had to pick one, yeah, it's fun. the most fun. You can drink a lot of coffee, smoke weed. You know. Yeah. You don't have to deal with people. Hmm. People are always like, "Oh, he's a writer." that's <laughs> nah, okay like he's just a little a little crazy like that's nah, fine as an editor like you're not allowed to if you're like an editor and you're like even slightly like confrontational people are like i don't know you just i feel like editors are supposed to be pushovers that's oh, like yeah, you're for sure. supposed to be a pushover you're supposed to accept everything i, that comes I, I feel your like way. there's like the old man editor who doesn't put up with bullshit i yeah. feel like that's like some sort of a trope that exists that is definitely a trope. i've seen it a 100%, lot 100%, yeah 100% it is um i feel like i've i, I, you, I was that, there i was that since i started though yeah like i'd be like uh producers would want to sit and watch me edit and i would just be like hey look you got to go away. <laughs> like, yeah. I love you, but you need to leave and then I'll finish it way quicker without you. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? That's how it is. Man, Katie, we did it. First, worst and cursed. Ooh. What do you think? Was that the zombies? Was the zombies Blood. back? Blood. Blood. <laughs> Wait, that was what, fun. What I do you think? It. It, was it, was pretty, it was pretty decent. Yeah. You got any thoughts on how we can make the segment better? Um... The theme song is fucking dope, so we need yeah, to keep that. Yeah, it was the sure. best theme song I've, I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. um, Maybe no. more energy from Chris, probably, right? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. Probably from me, because my brain is fried. But uh. Uh. <laughs> um, Well, uh, Katie, uh, do you have something you learned last week, or is this something that me and Chris should just do? Um, like, Could you jump in if you needed to right now, or not really? I could maybe, but you guys should probably okay. take it. Well, I guess we'll go first. This is the segment that everyone knows and loves. It's what we learned last week. What we learned last week. All right. Why so, don't you kick us off, Chris? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time, you motherfucker. <laughs> Do it. So uh, in honor of Thanksgiving, this is a uh, Thanksgiving-based. Thanksgiving, which had just passed. Yeah. Well. Based? You said on purpose. Yeah, you got me. Like a turkey. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> gobble, gobble. This fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a turkey noise. So I learned that in 1926... Uh, a a person from Mississippi sent the 30th president, Calvin Coolidge, 
a live raccoon to be served as Thanksgiving dinner. That's very Mississippi wow. of them. That also represents America very well. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a little bandit steals yeah. from the the poor. Yeah, and also I feel like we're basically eating. We should be eating roadkill at this point because our country is so fucked up. Yeah, and we drive a lot of cars, so there's a lot of roadkill. However, what did you learn? I learned that what I learned that someone from Mississippi sent a a raccoon to to Calvin Coolidge to be eaten for Thanksgiving dinner. However, however, the president became so smitten with the furry animal that he pardoned it and he named it Rebecca. That's pretty cool, actually. I'm into that. That's pretty good. Wow, Um, you got one. Yeah, so I I recently watched Meet Me in the Bathroom, which is a music documentary about early or late '90s, early 2000s bands in New York City. Sounds pretty cool. So it was definitely definitely a good watch. Um, I learned a lot about just like the band. I mean, I guess I knew that they were probably friends, but I guess I didn't realize how closely intertwined that they were. That they had certain bars and places that they would all hang out and yeah. collaborate and tour together it's and community all these are, these bands stuff. are like the strokes lcd sound system interpol yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. moldy yeah. peaches yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, wait what were some of the bars uh one was like sidewalk side street i don't know a lot of them they, they're I, not around no, anymore i looked no. them CBGBs? up um, CBGDs. <laughs> Got him. I don't know if that movie. Oh, that's going to be streaming, right? I know, like I right now, so. I think it's in it's limited theaters. Yeah. Oh. I don't know when it when it's starting to stream, but it's actually not to give away when we're recording this, but it's at syndicated this week. Well, so, well, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's definitely worth a watch, but it was like. Like a lot of them formed late 90s and then it was how they formed, how they became friends, but then also like 9-11 and what that did for like, you know, just obviously it affected a lot of people in the country, but also how it affected uh, bands and stuff and people were obviously like leaving New York and moving out and Mm -hmm. they were saying that Brooklyn was so cheap that like these bands, they could just quit their jobs. Damn. And move to Brooklyn, have like loft space to record and just like do music. Damn. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't oh, how... I, I don't know if I want to see it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, dude. It's like how much this space would have been free. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah well, Alexi's out here like dreaming of a post 9-11 New York. <laughs> Honestly, we live in it. It's just that uh, I wish true. we were. Never mind. I'm going to say so I wish we were a little closer to it. Not in that way. Just because the prices would be cheaper or whatever. Um, what I learned is speaking of cheap prices, I learned about this app that I'm about to try. Oh, tonight. yeah. I'm about to try to use the shit tonight. It's called Too Good to Go. And basically what it is, is like it fights food waste. Mm -hmm. Um, and restaurants and grocery stores and stuff can opt into it and you can uh, basically pay a a very cheap price for either like what what's like a set a set item or usually most of the time it's a thing called a surprise bag and so what happens is like for this place right you know this pizza place that's kind of at like what is it like Morgan and Johnson it's called original square of Soho pizza Brooklyn Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a you can pay four bucks and oh, you get dude. a surprise bag. You just walk up and you go, hey, this I ordered this and they'll give you a surprise 
item for and you know all you're paying is four bucks and usually it's if they're like if they got you know too much pizza of Mm -hmm. one kind or maybe this bakery has leftover like bread at the end of the day and it's going to be old you can just like get it for a a discount so damn yeah so this one like this is a deli grocery that used to be where you lived on willoughby that one right around the corner yeah that's pretty close to me 4.99 for a uh, deli hot bar items surprise bag yeah, uh-huh. so they'll just give you all the shit that's been sitting there all day. It's nice, you know. <laughs> that's what you want. For me, I'm about to go. I'm literally going to go do this tonight with this pizza. I'm going to see how it goes. Yeah, that's going to be lit. Give it a go. Um, all right, I think that's it. Kate, you got anything you want to plug before Chris gets to his spiel? Um, not at the moment. No, nothing. No. Look for Katie in her f- f- float winter. <laughs> floating around all. Yeah, hire time. hire Katie, y'all. Yeah, yeah hire please. Katie. Do it. Hit us up. Hit up gang at gmail.com. Ask for Katie. We'll send her, we'll send her <laughs> over. Frozen hands and tote bags in tow. <laughs> Chris, what you got? Uh, we are at Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We yeah. are, as Alexi just said. At Gang at gmail.com. Yeah, there we, we go. We do have that. And, uh, you know, we're on TikTok as well. Shishkin Productions. Find that on Instagram as well. Yeah. And, of course, we have the, the Sizzle, Sizzle Reel Cold, Cold Line. That is 332-333-4361. Call in. Leave a message. If you if you leave a message, you could win a prize. Yeah. It's, you it's, could win a prize. Yeah. Send us uh, some some ideas for our Christmas special. Yeah. That's coming up soon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just, just call in. No one calls in anymore. The Christmas Very special sad. is going to be so dank. We're going to redo the theme song, but with uh, jingle bells <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead of real drums or whatever. Can't wait. Um, All right. Well, uh, thanks, y'all. We'll see you later. Bye. Peace. A Shishkin Productions podcast.